0: Doug Terrell, History and Comment is available weekdays on iHeartRadio. Hello friends, I'm Doug Terrell. This is History and Comment for Tuesday, January 3rd, 2023. This is the first day of the new year where everybody is getting back into the routine. Flying machines were a fascination of inventor Leonardo da Vinci. On this day in 1496, in the general time period Columbus was wandering around the New World, da Vinci unsuccessfully tested a flying machine. It is believed this one was the one that resembled a helicopter. What he did learn was the craft needed a method to hold the body stable while the rotor turned. We can assume that if he learned that, the craft at least provided some lift. Physics do not care whether the rotor is fixed and the body turns or vice versa. In most cases, the rotor or part we want to do the work has more friction and tends to stay fixed. The same principle applies to drill bits. The tail rotor concept will be suggested in 1911 and it will take Igor Sikorsky until 1939 to make the first working craft. Martin Luther is excommunicated in 1521. Americans score a victory in 1777 when George Washington defeats Lord Cornwallis at the Battle of Princeton, New Jersey. Stephen Austin receives a grant of land on the Texas Gulf Coast in 1823. Austin was born into a lead mining family in southwestern Virginia. When his parents moved to Missouri, the young Austin was sent back east for a formal education and studied law. There was a few more moves, but the elder Austin was the first to be attracted to the Spanish region of Texas, where he was granted permission to settle 200 families in the region. Before that happened, Mexico became independent and the elder Austin died. He wanted Stephen to continue the effort. The idea of an utopian community or society has been tried in many forms. On some level, it's the foundation of any society and most religious groups. The Rappites were a German separatist group that for a period of time formed a prosperous community in Pennsylvania. But outsiders were skeptical and they relocated to far southwestern Indiana. They stayed there for almost two decades before deciding to return to Pennsylvania. In 1825, Robert Owen purchases the 30,000 acres from the Rappites and proceeds to attempt to duplicate their efforts in southwest Indiana. The second attempt lasted just two years. The two groups were widely different. New Harmony under the Rappites was about religious servitude and faith. Under the Owenites, the town worshipped knowledge and equality. The first, after their move back east, lasted until 1905. Their fatal weakness was identical to the Shakers. Both groups, it seems, practiced celibacy. Pure secular socialist societies do not function. There is no example where one has had a reasonably lengthy life. We might be able to argue that the Amish communities follow much the same pattern of the Shakers and Rappites with a couple of key differences. They are not socialist and have large families. Stephen Austin is back in the news in 1834. He's arrested under suspicion of inciting rebellion against the Mexican government and promoting Texas independence. No charges were filed and he will bounce around Mexican prisons before his release on bond 12 months later and he's fully freed in 18 months. Delaware votes not to secede from the United States in 1861. This was a key vote along with Maryland. Both were slave states that stayed in the Union along with Kentucky. John Ronald Rule Tolkien is born a British citizen in the Orange Free State in 1892. The Orange Free State is now part of South Africa, but that's another story. Remembered today as the author J.R.R. R. Tolkien He was a professor at Oxford for much of his adult life and a student of languages. He was also a close friend of another fantasy writer, C.S. Lewis. The two fueled each other's creative nature. 1913, there was an Atlantic coast storm that sets the lowest confirmed barometric pressure reading for a non-tropical storm. This This is the beginning of a rough year for weather in the eastern United States, The spring of 1913 was a period of record flooding in the Ohio River Valley. Hockey of all the team sports seems to be the most unique than the others. There are several sets of brothers that have played in the NHL at the same time. At the top of the list is the Bentley brothers, where six played hockey. In the 1942-43 season, three are playing together For the Chicago Blackhawks, on this day in 1943, they're on the ice at the same time. Brother Reg gets a goal, assisted by brothers Max and Doug. World War II flying ace Greg Boyington is shot down in combat in 1944. He will spend the next 20 months in a Japanese POW camp. The news this morning is filled with talk and concern for Buffalo Bills player Damar Hamlin. Freak events are rare. If not, we would not call them freaks. The details and final outcome is far from certain at this time. Quick and intense medical treatment certainly had an effect. Jockey George Wolf falls from his horse during a race in 1946. Witnesses could not explain why Wolf fell. He suffers a brain injury and dies the next day. Some believe he may have suffered a diabetic incident that caused him to faint. It's hard to say, but medical treatment today may have changed the outcome. There remains a few cases where top-level athletes have suffered cardiac events. Recently, we discussed Crosby, Steels and Nash at length and the various versions. Today, Stephen Steele's birthday, he is 78. His most famous song might be, For What It's Worth, recorded with Buffalo Springfield. The proceedings of Congress are televised for the first time in 1947. Six years later, Francis and Oliver Bolton take their seats. They are the first mother-son pair to serve at the same time. Actor and director Mel Gibson is 67. There was a period of time, no pun intended, when watches were very important and a prized possession, mostly in the late 19th and early 20th century, about the same period that railroads were prominent. During this time, they were spring-operated and manually wound. The Hamilton Watch Company introduces the first electric watch in 1957. Alaska becomes the 49th state in 1959. Apple Computer is incorporated in 1977. The United States invades Panama with the intent of deposing Manuel Noriega. He surrenders on this day in 1990. We have two 20-year-olds with birthdays that I will highlight today. Both made news as teenagers a few years ago but by completely different paths. Greta Thunberg made international news when she made a sniveling plea to save the world. She was a useful tool of the left. I'm quite skeptical that humans can have serious long-term effects on the climate. I'm even more skeptical when the solution to that issue is always more government control and loss of personal freedom. And usually proponents want to beat the United States into submission. The other birthday is Kyle Rittenhouse. Rittenhouse took more of a Rambo approach and went to Kenosha, Wisconsin to help protect personal property from riots and looters. Also a useful tool, or at least a poster boy. But beyond their age, let's take a look at the underlying mindset or attitude. Greta has some public status in her background. Now she has some brass, I'll give you that. But a teenager does not have groundbreaking thoughts to justify an appearance before a UN body. It is mostly a political ploy. Someone wanted her speaking ability and youth to be the face of a position. There is little she can do but the emotional display she made. I shy away from using the word propaganda, but that is real close. She's also a leftist. Certainly within the limits of government is the answer. She is also from a European country that may have a high standard of living, but they are a small limited sample. Okay, I'm biased. We could discuss how wise it is to let an 18-year-old go into a civil war zone, outside of a structured unit, or even at all. We could also discuss vigilanteism, which this case was not. If anything, it was stand your ground. Kyle did not go to Kenosha to make national TV or seeking a public stage to voice his thoughts, but to help protect friends and neighbors. Both show the roots of their background. One will have a more productive outcome than the other. One is government dependence, and the other is self-reliant. That's history and comment for the third day of January. I'm Doug Terrell. Now go do something worth remembering.